Watson. And I'm Bree Watson. And Bree, who do we have with us? We have a wonderful guest from our hometown of Welland, Ontario, although that's not really where he's from. But it doesn't matter. We'll get it. <laughs> I'm there now. That's all that matters. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Alex Bacho! Hey! Alex is a... He's an artist uh, who... Are you the only person who does this kind of art? Or how did you just... Anyway. Well, well I... I discovered it in my own way, but since over the years of six years, I've I've found other artists do it as well. Okay, so, so it's an art called Illuminism. I came up with that name. That's what I call it. Yeah. Other artists, I mean, it's just art on metal. Um, their style is completely... It's just like any other painting that is on canvas. There's different styles. Even with the acrylics, everyone has their own style. So even though I paint on metal, and I grind metal. Yeah. Every everybody else who does it, their stuff looks different than mine. Yeah. Okay. Dude, so. grinding on metal for your art sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> do you listen to metal music while you do it? No. No, I, yeah, because your paintings are very peaceful looking. They're, they're peaceful. Sometimes it's just my own thoughts, but sometimes I put on like what I was, I was saying with the, te- the techno. Okay. Effect. Well, oh, I listen techno, to yeah, the Mushroom Prodig- Prodigy I listen to. Yeah. It's any kind of motivational because for me, um, lyrics would be distracting away from yeah, it. Yeah, I, I agree. Want, I, ha- I have the music kind of as a background right. to what I'm doing. So I have, my thoughts are free. Nice. But that's, that's the flow state. Yeah, the oh. flow. Yeah, the music is helping with the flow. So mm-hmm. most of the time on the podcast we have um, like writers. So it's interesting that... And, think, well, come on, improvs. Improvisers. <laughs> improvisers. He makes stuff up on the spot. It's a different kind of art. Uh, but it a, still exists. Uh, but great. so I think you might be our first visual artist. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so that's good. So we'll be able to do a couple little, like, ooh, compare bits. Like, how did uh-huh. you discover this this kind of art? It was kind of... Uh, I was uh, visiting my parents. And my dad has this, you know, those utility trailers that you haul crap away on. Right. He wanted to repaint his, so he's grinding off all the old paint off the metal, and it was a sunny day, and then the way the sunlight hit all the grinds, I was like, oh man. That's pretty as fuck. <laughs> yeah, this looks cool. He's like, what? It just marks. I'm like, oh, I'm looking past that, right? But you so, already have to be an artist to be able to yes, appreciate I, uh, that. Basically, when I came around this, it was just me getting back into my visual art, so I kind of had that artsy mind. I mean, I went to Sheridan. Right. All right. I went. To, I took art fundamentals in Sheridan after high school because I wanted to get into computer animation. Yeah. And I knew Sheridan was it's a great animation school, but yeah. I, I also knew that I wouldn't get in right away to animation. So I figured if I take um, anything and just get into Sheridan, I thought it might be easier. Right. But it turns out they want professional animators to take the course. Well, what's oh. the point of that? Uh, yeah. No, seriously, they, there was about 14,000 applicants Holy for crap. maybe 200 positions. So well, not positions, I see, but yeah, like for the class. class yeah. Wasn't Sheridan like the training center for basically Disney artists forever? Disney recruits out of Sheridan. That's why everybody wants to go to yeah. Sheridan. Right. So after I didn't get into animation, I kind of got a job doing computer programming. I did that for about a decade. Then I started going nuts. Right. My, my code. I started making my code look all pretty and artsy. <laughs> and then that's when it's like, oh, okay, time to become an artist again or try. Time to re-explore So that. I started painting uh, just regular acrylic stuff oh, cool. on canvas. And then I started this 
Illuminism like just evolved over six years now. That's so cool. Is. Illuminati. Illuminati. <laughs> That's what fans of your art should be called. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Forget believers. I got Illuminati. <laughs> How did you take that and apply it for the first I went, time? Uh, he had a bunch of scrap metal lying around, so I started grinding him and and then using different paints. Cool. And I I ended up with aluminum because I figured, well, this isn't gonna rust. Yeah. Last thing you want is you have this pretty artwork that starts rusting. Right. And then aluminum's lighter. I mean, if you sell it as like, you know, that's part of the art. Yeah, the rustic it'll, look. It'll, it'll enhance. But the, the, but the, yeah, it'll enhance over time. It's like, I, it's like wine. gets better with age. Yeah, yeah. That's right. It's like, like buildings. Some buildings yeah. that if I they're mean, made there, of copper. Well, there is that style of having that rustic look. Which, yeah. But. I mean, there's a limit. <laughs> <laughs> there's a limit. And, um. I just wanted to basically have, and, and the aluminum was the shiniest of the metal. So after I ground it, ground it, it, it was really lightweight, malleable as well. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we uh, probably got a lot of it. But yeah, there's a huge aluminum yeah. industry in Canada, right? In Canada, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, so I just go to like a metal supplier. And That's I, so cool. <laughs> I bought. I, I, yeah, yeah every time I hear it's like <laughs> 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 metal, metal supplier. supplier. Yeah, <laughs> I need some metal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My dad knows how to weld, but. Aluminum welding is trickier, and oh. we weld frames to the back. Him and oh, I cool. work together, and then now we can just hang it on the wall without having to frame it. Do you? Uh, was the goal always to just to make it to make the thing, or was the goal to sell? Like once you were like, I have this really cool, like different kind of art. It, it's I'm like it's like fifty fifty. Some right. some sometimes I I want to make a make a piece because I know it'll it, it'll sell, mm -hmm. but there's other times where I just want to take my time on a piece experiment and i don't care if it sells or not like yeah. that one of yeah. you just posted on your social media about uh, like that look that with the toronto cn tower mm -hmm. and stuff like that i was like oh fuck people will pay lots of money for yeah that. that one's actually hanging in a gallery right now in toronto very because cool. i i'm in the pelham art fest okay and that's at the pelham arena on yeah. mother's day weekend nice and this year I got a, I, I got a double booth because last year I got a single booth. It, apparently, it's really hard to get into this Pelham Art Fest, but once you're in, you're in. Nice. I got in last year. I didn't sell anything. Okay. okay. But I figured maybe this year I'll try bigger is better. Mm -hmm. I'll get a double booth, double the exposure. We'll see what happens. Right. And then. Well, I mean, you'll get a huge bump from this puck. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in Pelham, listen up. <laughs> We've got huge range in Pelham. <laughs> Both those guys are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I figured I'm going to make a bunch of pieces just to put into that show. Then I posted that Toronto one, and then the gallery that I'm kind of I'm well familiar with here, they saw it, and like, we're just having an exhibit. Um, and then this past Friday, yesterday, was their opening reception for that. Okay. Like, you got to put this in the show because this theme is called Life in the City. Yeah. So <laughs> I quickly finished it up. Uh, the final process is I, I do a lot of like the, the clear coating on it, right? Which makes it shiny because then that allows all the light to penetrate through yeah. the colors and then, mm -hmm. and then bounce off the metal, right? And then that's it creates the, this wicked movement oh, that you can't see on pictures because when you walk by in person, because of the ground metal and then the transparent paints allowing you to see the metal, it's like you put a spotlight on it and then you move around and it oh, kind of it dances like oh. it. The, well, the, Can you that do hologram sky, stuff with that? It's uh, no, it the holograms are different because okay. uh, this this was actually moving because like at different points, um, the, the spotlight that you're you're showing, your your eyes are viewing it from a different angle, so it hits a different okay. spot in the painting. Like a prism. It's yeah. kind of like a prism. Yeah, and it just has this. 
It's a holographic movement, but it's not yeah. like one of those three D things that yeah, the, the picture completely changes. Yeah, the hologram. I think like the bits of it, like the, it's you know, in, in printed art, it's all the individual dots mm-hmm. basically. Whereas the hologram, it's the whole of the picture down to that like to that dotted level. Right. Something. Okay. I think that's my understanding. Yeah, and what what with this is just from different angles. Um, you're looking at different parts of it get highlighted. Yeah. So at, at one part, um, you you might see. One at one side of it being darker, but as soon as you move, that side lights up, and then the other side becomes darker. Okay. And, and well, the metallic. I mean, you 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 do kind of like on a, on a CD when you're looking at the back. Yeah. Of it, and then you see the rainbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it like... it's it's kind of like that, but you don't see the rainbow. You just see highlights. Okay, cool. Mm. Oh, I want to see it now. <laughs> well, I guess oh, okay. we'll probably be in the Niagara region yeah. for months. Yeah. I mean, Street. if yeah, we could do a follow up segment. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or go to. The gallery right now. Can, no, it's, it's okay. A, we're it's like a twenty-minute drive. Let's not. Right let's oh, not do that. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Where was it again? Keel and uh, Keel and uh, Saint Clair. Okay, cool. Saint Clair. Uh, how did you um, find this gallery? Um, well, because I'm part of a bunch of like art artist groups online, okay. and they posted an artist call last November for a show, mm-hmm. and that was at uh, a gallery called Super Wonder Gallery. <laughs> so it was cool. loves and it, it, yeah, <laughs> I actually ended up selling a piece out of that show. Oh, sweet. Which, yeah. I actually that was I think my only big sale last year. Uh, what was so. it? Is it a collector that bought it or It was it was somebody who went in to support their artist friend. Okay. Saw that piece and was like, "Oh, I got to have that in my office." Oh, oh cool. my god, that's it awesome. It was it's Northern Lights one. I had mm. I had a uh, pine trees on the bottom uh-huh. and then I called it Aurora Rain because the grinds I made it Vertical, okay, and it just looked like a vertical shower of aurora. Oh, dude, there's a lot of art in your family. Like, your sister is a great photographer, yeah. My brother dabbled in photography as well, but he kind of gave it up. Were your parents like very uh, pro art growing up, or were they like, No, I found out school and be a businessman? (laughs) No, 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 they they, basically, whatever you, you know, we wanted to do, they support it. Nice, and I found out that my mom. Is the artistic one, but my dad's like the tech, like, hands-on guy. So, that's so kind of like with my luminism, I got both the artistic and the hands-on because mm. it's it's very technical and materials wise. I can't I can't use regular paints like the acrylics or oils that they use on canvas because eventually that would flake off. So I have to use industrial stuff. Mm. My my Ooh. workshop actually is a shop that I rent with two of my friends who who work on their hobby cars, oh, and cool. we created this booth that's ventilated. Oh, because good, yeah, yeah. Because the majority, like be majority of the toxic. paints I use, not 100%, but a majority is automotive-based. Oh, oh, all right. Because I fig- I started thinking, well, if acrylic doesn't work on metal, if oil doesn't really work that well on metal, what works on metal? Right. Hey, cars are metal. Yeah. So yeah. that you was part of my experimentation of... process. You know a lot about cars, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're and, a, and a, without having the proper studio, I mean, I never had proper ventilation i was doing it in the sunroom oh, of my geez. house yeah. and it's like well so I, these fumes are awesome yeah so i built proper ventilation in the house but i figured no this is this has got to be separate that's yeah. cool and, so this is in welland your studio no it's in st Catharines. i used to have one in welland but the but we got a bigger one in st Catharines. where are you in st Catharines? um fourth avenue and louth area there's yeah. kind of like a canadian tire a walmart there yeah that big there's, plaza yeah there's an industrial is that where the keg is no. no. Oh, okay. There's an industrial closer park. Closer to the, that Italian restaurant. Closer to the new Linguini. hospital. Yeah. Linguini, yes. yes. Ling- oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Gotcha. And then Fresco, I think mm-hmm. it's the same owner. Yep. Mm-hmm. But behind that, there's an mm-hmm. industrial park. And oh. I rent one of the... Uh, they have several 
buildings, and there's this U-shaped building that we're in. Oh, cool. And then we're just renting one of the units. I think there's 10, 10 industrial units, and now we're renting one of them. Oh, hell, we could go there. Weird some... question. <laughs> yeah. How much does renting something like that Okay, cost? so since it's a big it's a big unit, it's uh, about 2,500 square feet, it costs us seven, oh, 1,500 a month. Okay. So we split it up between three between of us. Between three ways, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the utilities vary between anywhere between 50 to 300. Depending on the time yeah. of year and yeah. how so, often you're going. So, kind of yeah, on average, I think we're, each of us are paying 550 to 600 a month. Do you still have another job or are you still working? No, no, I still work full time. You do? Yeah. Working full time? Yeah. Good. Because <laughs> I'm a homeowner. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I wouldn't be able to afford yeah. my house yet, so. Well, it's interesting because you're from, because you live in Niagara. So, like, here, we never have conversations with people who own homes because nobody owns homes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Except yeah. you. Yeah. I mean. You own a home. Uh, like, we, actually, yeah. technically, I do, too. Now, yeah. By proxy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> woohoo! <laughs> yay! Congratulations, homeowner. Um, yeah. Yay! But just because the real estate in Toronto is so messed yeah. up and so many people now, are Now, everyone's to going to Niagara yeah, because of it true. and driving up the price of... Is, is yeah. essentially my house it, too is that yeah. going on all around toronto or is, did did people just pick niagara to to explode next like oh i think it's it going everywhere around. yeah it's everywhere okay. yeah uh and you're yeah and you're of, working yeah so yeah working. i mean so, with the theme of this being a constant struggle yeah. the struggle is how do i get my to quit my day job but still have the same lifestyle that i have now right because it's not like i want to give up that lifestyle i don't right. i mean i could be a hobo and live in a trailer Right. If I want, but I mean, I already have a house, so what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could live in your shop. <laughs> it's got great Actually, for, for, a while, for, for a while, one of the guys that I rent with did live in there. Uh, oh, cool. Okay. Well, oh, wait, should we not tell the zoning people that? Or? No he doesn't zoning. live in there anymore. Okay, cool. We're good. We're good. No, he's fine. He, he, zoning he, people. He Don't worry to, about it. Hey, it's all good. A huge amount of zoning people listen to this podcast. <laughs> Zoners <laughs> have dreams, that's too, true. bro. There are a lot of artists, secret artist zoners <laughs> out there. Well, that's good. So, you're, like, would your goal be to, to make art? exclusively mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely and do you like have you found the community in niagara like very supportive very uh is it because it seems to me that if you wanted to be an artist back in the day like you it's, welland wasn't the like mm. well they supported verbally right? there's a lot right. of verbal support okay but as far as like you know like Funding and... yeah it's it's tough yeah yeah uh, I'm, i mean if your price range of artwork is like you know, two hundred dollars or less, then you're gonna find a lot of customers. I mean, there's a, there's one art group that kind of um, had a space in, or still has a space in the Celia Mall because they're getting a good deal on it. Mm. But they said if they had to pay full rent for that place, they wouldn't be able to survive. And then they have artwork that ranges from five dollars right to oh. two hundred. Okay. And then they still, I mean, they're not selling the quantity to have to like justify. Yeah. Because you had a you had a space for a yeah. while as a yeah. as a gallery. I had, I had one in Fawn Hill, and I kind of broke even with that, so I made oh, enough cool. sale, which which is cool. But the what I found with the struggles with that is since I still had my full time job, mm-hmm. I mean I couldn't hire anyone to oh to to man, man a station, so I can yeah. only be open on the weekends. I I did make a deal with my work saying, listen, I can't work Fridays. Yeah, right. So I had Fridays off that work. That that means I have to work. Monday to Thursday, I have to work extra hours to make up for the fact that, hey, I'm not... And then then I go on Friday, I'm sitting in the gallery, and uh, if I didn't have an event, Mm -hmm. even though it was in Fawn Hill, in a prime location, right in the main intersection, everybody... That that was a drive-through town. 
Nobody really, really stops. In yeah. Fun Hill? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's such a nice town. Yeah. I know, but you're Oh, you're they right. need to work like, on that. Yeah, because yeah. there's... It's such a cute little area there, too. And, and there's place mm-hmm. for you. Technically, there's... Like, there's the capacity for that. You could just park your car in that area mm-hmm. behind there. Yeah. They, and then you could... Most people didn't even realize that my gallery did have parking in the back. Oh, jeez. There's a few spots. Yeah, because but... it's, like, right down the street. So, from... yeah. yeah when I had events, I mean, I sold three pieces on my opening night, which was oh, cool. Man. Dude, awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've had that much success in one day mm-hmm. so far, or one weekend, open right. weekend. But, um, and then it came to the point where, since my, my artwork is kind of, <laughs> kind of on the... Uh, higher end of pricing yeah i figured well to stay competitive i'll have other artists right oh cool with the the lower end so i had other people's art in my gallery as well why is yours higher end because the materials materials and time yeah and the size of it too and yeah Yeah, i tend to to make bigger ones because it's a lot easier and then uh, that's another thing i find is uh people like oh you should make smaller ones you know i'd lower price range Mm. but not necessarily because I'm using big seven-inch angle grinders yeah. to make to grind into metal. It might be harder. It, to it, make sometimes it is harder, yeah. and it might take longer to make a little little detail piece. Dude, for fine stuff, get like dental equipment. Well, I have <laughs> I have little Dremels, which is, which is pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah, no, I have Dremels and stuff that are pretty oh, much cool. that you could go. I, I can do fine details too. You know the combination of Welland and aluminum. I'm thinking aluminum siding, Welland murals. <laughs> get yourself a freaking mural. <laughs> well. Walland did have uh, the the project that went with the canal where a bunch of artists were painting canoes. Oh, yeah. oh is that what that is? Okay, Yeah, cool. and they wanted me to paint a canoe. Yeah. Um, But I told them, find me an aluminum canoe, I'll do it. And I just... Yeah, how would you make... Yeah. yeah. You would have to, like, make that canoe yourself. Could you, Yeah, you'd well, have to coat the, co- there coat is the canoe? Alu- no, there is aluminum. Oh. There's aluminum canoes huh. out there. So huh. as, as soon as they, they... They just need to find me one. Oh, and okay. I'll, I'll make it, but there's there's probably six or seven. Like, can you get them from Canadian Tire or something? No, <laughs> they want to do a used one because right. they want to uh, get it as cheap as possible. Okay, of course. So as soon as they, they find a cheap one for like three hundred dollars. Yeah, look that up on Kijiji. Look for. <laughs> I mean, I could I could do I could I, I thought about doing it and donating it to, to the city, but I don't know if they're still doing that project because I see like seven or eight canoes around town now. Yeah, they're 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 around. cool they're out there. Yeah, yeah, they are cool. What uh, are they for? Are they for like the? 150th anniversary. No, it was, uh, like there was uh, the Canada. It wasn't Canada, the Canada Games, but they had something at the Pan Am. Pan Am. Pan Am. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had it a couple years ago. That makes sense. Yeah. So they were kind of doing promotions for that. That's cool. Because they did all the renovations in the waterway. I found out Niagara got like some youth sport games. Didn't, didn't wait Canada Games. Canada, maybe it's the Canada I Games. I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. there'll probably be some artsy stuff for that. Yeah. Probably. And then, and oh, then four years getting a racetrack, which I thought it wasn't. Another one? For what? Horsies or? No, for horses? like actually NASCAR. Yeah. I don't NASCAR. They've, been, they've yeah. been talking about that forever. But I think it's been greenlighted as of recent. Appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> because Yeah, because they're a car. Because yeah, they drive and they depend on that red light and green light. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I made puns there. without realizing. <laughs> So Art and Wellen makes me also think of James uh, Takeo. Yeah. yeah. Take- Do you know him? Yeah, I know him. All right. Does he put on any? He has his own gallery, right? That's the one like right next to the the fire hall. Yeah, the hardway. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, no, it used to be called. Sorry, it's called the art space now. Yeah. They used to have it for one month as a hardway before they got um, that store I was talking about in the mall. That's the BLX. Oh, th- store. that's his that's, place that, in the that's, mall. That's, yeah, because oh, it's the BLX okay. store. Okay. Oh, right. So, um, every time I see that, I assume it means Bacho. No. Black Lantern <laughs> Experience. Ah. 
Because I think um, where the Black Sheep Lounge is now, mm. they used to have a Black Lantern. That's where Chinese... you go for get your coffee. Yeah. Yeah, they used to have a Black Lantern Chinese coffee place there or something. Oh. And then James Takeo, I think, came up with the name based on that. For oh, the Black Lantern yeah. Experience. So I think, like, there are a couple people now that are, like, speaking. That art seems to Art is happening in Welland. in Welland. Yeah. It's like turning into Canada's uh, Portlandia. <laughs> a little bit. Portlandia. Yeah, I mean, people like James are definitely trying to revive it. Mm-hmm. But it's just a matter of as, as well and accepting of it. Mm-hmm. Do you see, like... What's the market like for people buying art in Welland? That's exactly what I mean. Right? I bet it'll be slowly growing though, because you're gonna have well, this is older what, people in Toronto moving out. This is what I was thinking: is maybe not yet, but soon. Yeah. Because everyone's moving to Toronto because for a million dollars they can big, buy these big mansions. Right. Yeah. And those walls will need to be built. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe maybe my strategy should shift from trying to get into Toronto here. To staying there and, esta- and the establishing myself more so as a go-to guy. The for, go-to, like, Niagara Because even, even in, uh, Hamilton as well in as Thorold, yeah. off Beaver Dams, I just noticed that there's this new area. that's They're, be- they're building about 10 new houses that oh, yeah. look all modern. Uh-huh. Flat roof, completely modern-looking houses. Yeah. Oh, and if I, I approach yeah. them with my art... Huge wall mo- spaces. Huge wall spaces. Yeah. And, yeah. and they... And they oh, yeah. yeah. It's just off... Uh, I forget which street. You said it was beautiful. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. They're kind of black. It's just off. Looking very modern looking. Yeah, black. very modern. It's just yeah. like a little... little uh, cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac <laughs> yeah. of ten houses. Yeah. Yeah, it's about ten. But yeah, they're all modern looking. They're still being built. Uh, there's probably two or three that are complete. Yeah, for sure. They're building like crazy in the Niagara region. Mm-hmm. Like, And where do these people go to get... like? Do they hire interior decorators? Like, yeah. Or do they spend so much on the house that they're, that they they're just like, go to Walmart? Yeah, and, that's right. They, yeah, but like, what, I don't know. What do we think about that? Like, what what's your view on the the sort of, you know, the fact that you go to IKEA? Everybody buys these like giant IKEA posters. Yeah, we've got houses. we've got one, two, we've got three of the giant IKEA ones. Like, well, are you pro the the suit the like? mass consumption i guess well, no because i understand to some people whatever is on their wall it doesn't matter it just helps tie the room together mm-hmm. well for yeah. our yeah there's that but they're pictures of like london amsterdam yeah. and paris so exactly. it's like there's so, a connection to those places as well yeah. but i mean we can't we couldn't afford to get a proper uh piece of art from an from a real artist well, for that. Exactly. <laughs> well um which i get which i understand and and what do you see as the difference between, like, the consumer who does spend the money on something, like, on a unique piece, versus, oh, yeah. you know, versus I'm, somebody who's just like, well, fuck, I need to put my room together. Here's a, yeah. you know, here's a Marilyn Monroe. Well, the difference is, I mean, I <laughs> some of them then buy a piece of artwork and then put the room together based on that mm-hmm. artwork, whereas... In other cases, it's the other way around. Well, I have this couch. I have this thing. It's here. I need an artwork that kind of fits in that area. Right. So when somebody's buying an original piece and they're spending the money on it, that becomes a focal point. They're putting right. everything else around it. Building around it. Just that. like I tell my clients, if you are gonna, if you want this to show well in your living room, just buy a $50 uh, halogen lighting because right. halogen lighting will be spectacular. Yeah, and then you just spotlight onto it. Yeah. Can I just say I just bought a halogen lamp here perfect see so if you were to have an art piece here on the wall you just oh, point that halogen lamp boom. Here, boom set great i'm gonna get dan to take out the checkbook perfect. 
no, no, but that that's a, that's a major difference there. I mean, and, and then some people, I mean, when they got disposed of low income like that, to do right? It, yeah, they're also doing it for the um, investment. The investment, yeah. exactly. That's that's getting so, into I mean, dodgy money yeah, laundering well, exactly. territory. <laughs> well, sure. Do you know any I good mean, mafia? The more successful <laughs> I become, the more I'm gonna have a target on my back. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Like, like, what do you have to I do? I mean, to... we're not that far from Niagara Falls. So. <laughs> There's a lot of kind of activity. Um, what do you, what do you have to do to like market? Like in, in, I think that's one of the big questions that we have a lot for improv people who come. Cause like here in Toronto, the shows are so like, there's so many people doing improv in Toronto that it's really like, how does your thing stand out? What do you, what can you do to make your thing stand out either online or, mm-hmm. you know, or how, or how do you market how do you market Exactly. That's hard to mm-hmm. kind of market online, which is why I had the gallery and encourage people to come down. Right. And also the reason why I don't do online sales. You don't do online don't. sales because? I, because when you actually look at the pieces in person, oh. like, your, your expectation of what it's going to look like is going to be different. Right. Now, you might be more surprised that it looks better than on the picture. Right. But I mean... That picture was taken with that piece being lit, lit a certain way. Right. So you you see some highlights. Yeah. And then if you look at it in person, you don't see those exact highlights. It might change your view on that piece. But aren't you worried that like by not featuring it online, you're like missing out on an audience well, who might I, just buy it because well, it looks pretty. Well, even. I am featuring it online. I mean, right. I did. Yeah, see you have a website. website. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I just don't have a buy now button. Mm, right. Oh, all right. So if they are, dude, you just put one on. <laughs> But so that's not his, what he wants. Okay, right. Sorry. You know, I'm just saying, if I did that and then I ship it to them, they're like, well, this is... For instance, I mean, it looks like I... I fire beware. Like. Right. This thing might look different if it's under a different light. But who cares? They've already bought it at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know I want to have to deal with returns Shipping and all that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because, yeah. And then the logistics are trying to ship that piece out already. Oh, shit, yeah. So. That's a good point. But do you have, like, social media and that kind of stuff? Yeah, yep, I got. You got it all, and you probably designed your own website. Yeah, that makes sense. That's got to be easy. I'm always jealous. How's of the that pretty one. coding on that one? Uh, <laughs> pretty pretty. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I do that, and then I made the logo too. I mean, the logo of back. So I made the uh, the B is actually thirteen because aluminum. Aluminum. Oh come is a 13 on! Element See, that element that's on awesome. The table. <laughs> this is some really nerdy. Yeah, oh, very nerdy. <laughs> So, That's good. Yeah, so I got vectors, formats <laughs> of my logo. I could put it on anything I want. Oh, that's so, I mean, just having that and then not having to pay someone to do that is For, huge yeah, cost savings. Absolutely. Because, like you said, marketing yours. For artists to become successful, I find they got to become really good at marketing. Yeah, that's across the board. Any and they can't yeah. be shy. They got to be out there. Yeah. And then that's what I started noticing in the past six years of who's successful and who's not. People who can market them. It's true. And yeah. and there's a lot of like um I know this other guy that that works on metal. He's he sells a lot of bullshit. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not name any names. Ed. No, I'm not gonna say. But but they they say they light the pieces on fire and that creates. And then sure, I've experimented with fire. I uh-huh. and I do have to use heat as a final process. Right. Yeah. But I'm not physically lighting the piece on fire, on fire and right. flame. Right. I did a few and it looked cool. Huh. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. such a hazard just to keep doing <laughs> that with everything. Well, but and, it uh, has that extra detail to it. Uh, that's awesome. Oh, the the burnt look. I mean, you I, should I, see it when you're lighting I, I, I have this lava piece that looks cool because I 
I just put a bunch of color on there, uh-huh. lit it on fire, and that all burned. Uh-huh. And it created this dark crackly effect. Oh, cool. They added more of the orange and yellows on there for, uh, like, the liquid hot magma. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and it ended up looking really neat. Right. So is a lot of the stuff that you're doing, like, very experimental? Or mm-hmm. do, you have, do you have, like, a process in mind before you get started on a piece? Um, where do you get your ideas? Mm. <laughs> Tell us more about you. Well, because uh, some of them deal with, move, like, with the blue morpho with the butterflies I do. Mm-hmm. If you actually look at the butterflies' wings, they have the same kind Ooh. of shimmer that my artwork has. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they do look really metallic. Yeah. So that's, that's what I can achieve with my style that you can achieve with canvas is have that same shiver it shiver shimmer shiver. yeah all the, shimmer you shiver so pretty <laughs> yeah so i actually have one of those like glass cases of a uh, butterfly ah. as a study oh okay yeah oh interesting and then that's why i use and uh northern lights also have movement yeah. so that's what that's another one of my teams so Sunsets. it's like you're, you're using the advantage of your medium yeah yeah sunsets have the movement actually i have sunset pieces that once you have the uh, spotlight on it. Yeah. And if you have a dimmer switch. What about oh, if you're getting... start dimming it, it's actually oh, looking like the sun's sweet. setting. Sweet. Oh. What if the sun's rays hits it? Yeah. <laughs> the sun's rays hit the sun, it's like, roar, end of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> it opens up a... A, a portal of the hell. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah to, <laughs> and then you go through the piece, <laughs> and then whatever the subject is, you just end up there. Yeah, like, okay. if it's Hawaii, you're in Hawaii. It's pretty cool. Have you seen the butterfly effect? you just like... Oh, no! See, it all ties back to Butterfly. See, my theme is really just that movie. <laughs> you were a huge Ashton Kutcher fan growing yeah. up. How did you get, uh, how did you actually, like, get into, in high school, how did you, like, or even before that, how did you get into, like, art, drawing? I've just always been creative. You've always liked drawing and, and, and you painting all, or that kind of? And then little sculptures. I mean, sculptures. I, I, I know when we moved out from Can- from Hungary to Canada, Ah, so I, you're from Hungary. I am from Hungary, people. <laughs> but I'm not hungry. I'm not a starving artist. <laughs> because we're Wait. That, and that's because you know, I would be a starving artist if I relied on that right now. Right. But And that's a lot, a lot of people. And that's a, that's a struggle, too, is that people have to have that mindset. Listen, you're an artist, but you're going to have to suck it up that if you want to make some money, you, you need a job, too, while you're doing that. And do you and think then, that's just because we live in Canada where it's like, as a comedian, it's like... People in the states are kind of like making shit tons of money doing this kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. writing for television, that kind yep. of stuff. Whereas in Canada, the, even the most success, like one, you know, some of the most successful comedians, they'll get their gig, yep. they get paid for a little bit, and then after that, they're kind of like, exactly. Well, what you know? Yeah, what are and, and one, one of the yeah. metal yeah. artists I discovered, he's huge. He's got like he's in twenty galleries. He's got four or five of his own. Yeah. In Key West, Florida, in in Miami. And then he's selling art internationally now in England. Yeah, that's he's awesome. on cruise ship. And then I went to I went to a gallery in Las Vegas that had his work. I, I inspected it, and then the guy in the guy the guy in that gallery says this is my best seller. <laughs> so I think if I took my artwork to where this guy's selling it, mm. I'd have better success. Right. Yeah, but the the logistics of that, I right. I got to figure it out. That's a lot of money up front. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I know ba- based because of him that there's certain areas in the world that has a big market for metal art. But those people already know about it and know what to expect of metal art. Over right. here, this is new because I am literally the only one I know in this area, in Toronto and Niagara or anywhere here, yeah. that does this. Right. Yeah, it's a very and no, unique, no, like uh, Every other metal artist I come, come across is nowhere near here. 
get that metal market going. Yeah. yeah. I, like I'm curious, how do you get how do you get an audience for that? Yeah, just putting on yeah. shows, right? Yeah, just being going out there. from place to place. And yeah. Going from place to place, just introducing it every time a different show. I mean, I'm doing the Pelomark Fest. I'm gonna. I I got that one in in uh, Saint Clair. Right. And then I'll try to get some more down this way. Just it's all about exposing yourself. And... For sure. Well, uh, what about like uh, the the Black Sheep Lounge? You know how he's got uh, local artists hanging mm-hmm. on his wall. No, what? I I've already. I've been invited to put my stuff on that wall as well. It's is it just, too big, or it's not, it's not as too big. It's just I haven't gotten around to it. Okay, cool. And yeah. then it's 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 more like you know, Wildland already knows about you, right. about me. Yeah, Wildland knows about me. Neither. Yeah, but there's no 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 harm in that reminding oh. people. You no, know? definitely, there's never there's yeah. never any harm. But I because I find uh, at least here, if you leave for a little bit, people mm-hmm. forget about you very quickly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I I do have a few pieces in a gallery called Thunder Gallery in Niagara Falls. Now that sounds like a metal gallery. <laughs> <laughs> it just his hours are uh, kind of like whenever it's it is, it is sporadic. It's like whenever I think I think the sign on the door says uh, you know open by appointment or oh, by yeah. chance. But in Niagara Falls, you yeah. think at least at least you're getting like some tourists. Stuff maybe they want to. I don't know. No, I mean I had one gallery. Um, when I first started going out, and the first gallery I got into was on Niagara Lake. Mm-hmm. That and makes sense. sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I had a, I had the sun. I had a sunset piece there, the uh, Hawaii sunset. Oh yeah, there's a lot had, of people there in the sunset of their years. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, I looked at the Hawaii one. Uh, I had it in there, and, and then the feedback I got from the gallery curators, people were saying, oh, it's too postcard-like. Well, I'm like, oh. okay, well, if it's postcard-like, I'll make one of Niagara Falls and put it in Right. There. Yeah, Niagara Falls isn't postcard-like. <laughs> 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 but I figured if they're... if they're visiting, metal. It doesn't if, look like a if postcard. Tourists, <laughs> no, if tourists are visiting Niagara Falls and they want a postcard, sure, oh. I'll make you a postcard oh. of Niagara Falls gotcha. instead of um, Hawaii. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I did that. Yeah. And then a couple of months later, I don't hear anything from this guy. I just like, well, what's going on? I drive by and gone. Uh-oh. The gallery's gone. Oh. To this oh, no. day, I have Where's three pieces. Piece? In it. I don't know. Oh, I tried no. contacting the guy, and I haven't heard anything. I tried oh, calling him. Have you contacted the police about it? <laughs> it just, I don't know. I don't. I didn't know too much about this guy. You know, mm-hmm. I did. There was no kind of like agreements signed or anything right. like oh. in the gallery. I guess that, I mean, I, I, that's it's a, a learning learn. lesson yeah. learned learning yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean it's not like he only stole my piece. There was several artists in there. Oh, I talked man. to those two and they, they had no idea. But I talked to some other artists that this guy did call and said you have still X amount of days to come pick up your work. Oh, oh shit. So but I never got any I didn't I didn't get that notice. Based on that now I'm I'm more picky about which galleries I go into or which space space I show it in. Right. Yeah. I mean that, and that's another reason why I'm kind of like, I could put stuff in the Black Sheep Lounge, but is it you gonna know. drive your? Yeah. Is it? Are you gonna get a lot of business out of it? Yeah. It's. Uh, Even if like, I wonder if you can like, like think of like a cool hotel chain or something. You mm-hmm. know. Modern looking hotel. Chain well, I mean, I did have a show. At the Four Points Sheridan, nice. uh, the, their marketing guy just kind of renovated the basement of the Sheridan Hotel. And nice. they, he, he had the show there in November. But the what I found from that is people who went through the show were like his friends. Oh. Right. It, it, and, then, it, and then even now the, with the showing um, here in Toronto, I went I went to it last night before the concert. And then all I noticed is like, well, who in here right now isn't one of the artists that has a piece on the mm. wall? So it's like, 
they get you in the gallery and you 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 got to pay a hanging fee like there i had to pay 50 right. $55 to have two pieces hung okay. and then they would take 25 25% commission on that piece okay. which is fine I'm okay with that because I know the overhead it takes to run a gallery. Right. Okay. Even if a gallery were to charge 50%, I'm okay you with would it. Still be okay yeah. With it. But at at that point, they said, "Oh, here's the event. Start sharing it to your to your contacts it's on Facebook because yeah. like it's not only not enough. I mean, if I'm sharing it to my contacts, they already know me. So yeah. if they want to yeah. start contacting me directly, why oh, would yeah. I share it to, to, for them to come to Toronto yeah, or to get a, to Toronto, a bigger network? Get in that there. gallery. You, gotta get a, a you know, it's like I'm I, I'm in that place. I'm in those galleries because oh. I want their contacts. That's why I'm paying the hanging fee. That's yeah. why I'm paying the commission. You send these to your contacts. Exactly. Yeah. I have other avenues in which I can reach my have contacts. Access to like some PR people who, exactly. who, who bring in exactly, yeah. and th- those are the kind of galleries I want to find because I want my work to reach new people. Oh. I think there was some some little paper drawings that one of the people at the concert last night gave gave to guys. It was oh. like it was like this booklet or something, just a drawing. And as they're doing the concert, they're flipping through it. That's huh. and there's a lot of things I noticed that famous people are getting art donations. Oh. Huh. What do you mean? Like yeah, artists, so are giving artists are giving their stuff giving so they can talk like, about it I know this oh, one yeah. comedian magician, Piff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> He's so funny. Anyway, um, he I just follow him on Instagram and and, and he shows fan art that he gets sent, hmm. drawings and whatever of of himself. Oh, so like so it's like the, hopefully that all you the know, marriage he, pictures. <laughs> yeah, he, you know they, they they get this this they get this piece and then what the artists are hoping is like you know he promotes it. Yeah. Oh right. shit, that's a good call. Big 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 Marin reference. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's that. There's just a bunch of different avenues that you can go to. But Dude, my, you need to do one of Metallica and <laughs> send it to them because <laughs> they're metal and they would promote you. That's that's all it is with art now, which which seems so like hiding boring. Russian money. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like oh maybe I'll send this to some celebrity who yeah. whose network is gigantic. You know well, what I mean? Like it's. I'm sure that's always the way art has worked, though. I don't know. I don't think it used to be like because now it's like uh, you know uh, I was handed to Joe what's her face who just like poses in a bikini and makes you know and gets hmm. thousands and thousands yeah. oh, and it's like, hey yeah. while yeah, you're but... posing in your bikini can you put this in the back up for mm-hmm. uh, the off chance nobody wants to look at your ass exactly to look at the wall behind you <laughs> oh she's a, oh look at that painting though <laughs> yeah. I mean I've seen some of the Ar- Ikea works uh, that we have in our house uh, show up on certain videos okay. on the internet bro <laughs> Gross. Oh, that's where she put it. Okay. Uh, right. It really brings the room together. Yeah. Yeah. That rug really tied the room together. But yeah, I mean, that's another thing that you can um, market. But you just said you saw the same thing that you, that's on yours. It's, it's somewhere else. So you I need mean, to find Toronto's porn industry. Yeah. Ah. Do the porn industry. Huge, that's where you gotta go. For, and if you're like, Canadian and, and, then, and then you get the producer saying, hey, listen. You, you, the artwork in the background of this porn production is the same thing I have in my living room. If you <laughs> want this porn to be more unique, you need to put a unique piece of artwork on that wall. Oh, dear God. Something that reflects the picture, you know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you can see two angles, because my artwork is reflective. There you <laughs> go. You can see two angles through. Wait, I think I can see it. 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 So... Oh, that that'll wipe right off. <laughs> well, funny, funny enough with my pieces, yeah. Yeah, it was, right? 
It's completely. That should be one of your selling points. It's completely weatherproof. Jizz on this thing as much as you want. I thought I thought about making like stupid adverts like that, like you know, like all the snobby people who look at art and like. These all around. No problem. Just wipe it right off. Dude, the piece of art that. In the France, Jesus one. the one with Jesus yes. and the woman tried to clean well, it. And, and then the Bean, when he when he goes to uh, Mr. Bean, oh, Mr. Bean yeah. movie, uh-huh. he does the same thing. He's supposed to be watching the Whistler's mother piece, <laughs> and he accidentally sneezes on it, rubs it off, and uh. just draws a happy face. <laughs> it's like, oh no, one will notice. So, and, I mean, and then you, that's, that costs money too, though, right? Like any kind of creating hmm. advertisement for oh, any yeah. of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's another. It's so expensive to be an artist. Expensive to be any kind just, of creative, but yeah, yeah. You can't just do the art. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be an artist, a salesperson, a social media expert, a web designer, a graphic designer. A... Yeah, and then you have to appeal to somebody with lots of money. Right. Yeah. A Patron. Oh, do you get a Patreon site? No, I just looked at it uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. But I just started thinking about how I'm, how am I going to apply this to what I do. Mm. It's, it's tough. Um, I mean, I could do that per... Yeah. Per finished piece I'm thinking of making this but like I don't know it's it's, it's weird I mean yeah. I'm sure there's an avenue that I can use it and get people to support it's like oh well, I don't know how Patreon works we have a Patreon page no it's not Patreon it's something oh. else Okay. But is that similar? Is this like people can give you money? Yeah uh, I think you also do promotions as well though like well if our show had a Patreon we would give a shout out to our patrons at the end right like Holly Wider who yeah. is what about no? Our only patron at this point. Yep. Thank you, Holly. Thanks. Yay. So there's that. Right. Or and then other people will do a bonus episode oh, for just the patrons, a Q and A. Also, stuff it's very like... similar to what we have, except ours is specific to Podbean. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So I think it will be per complete. Like I can do one every time I. You know, I try to promote that I'm working on a new piece. Right. Get yeah. some patrons to do it, and then. They get some some kind of thing when it's done. That's right. like maybe a print of it. But uh, another thing about my artwork is how do I how do I make prints? A yeah. lot of artists make uh, money yeah. because they they have this original painting. Yeah. Then they sell limited edition prints of the painting, Dude, right. which you can sell for like fifty bucks or whatever. Right. Which is the and then like extra in, in turn drives up the value of the original. Saying, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. and what I can't, what I can't do is like how do I know that. Because it changes in different lighting, how do I know that this particular one laser scan and printer? Or mm. what I thought about doing is limited edition prints, but each print is different in its way. Because like every time yeah. I take the photo, I have the light That's in a different kind of spot. Cool. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. So then you oh. can end up with so like, like I have a ten limited edition print that could be like of all the angles and yeah. The light. Yeah, thing really which, which could be like cost ten percent of what the painting would cost. Right. Yeah. But you're still getting a unique print because yeah. there's only one of these that exists. That's very. Because and then the you next can collect print, a set. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Warhol style, or I mean, like yeah. Yeah. Because the next set beside it, yeah, it's just gonna be a completely different angle. All right. We're coming up with a lot of good ideas here. Yeah. What do you think is the hardest thing about? trying to create your art in particular um and just being an artist right now the hardest thing is is finding the right time because like by, by needing a full-time job yeah you know that takes up the, the majority of the day and it takes up the beginning of the day yeah. you wake up you're energized you're creative yeah. first thing i want to do i'd love to do is just go to the shop yeah create something yeah 
you know, I'm trying to work in the flexibility of the job where I may be able to do that. Yeah. Where I go in the morning, I do a piece of art, and while it's curing or drying or whatever, I go and do do my job. Yeah. And that way, I know that I've have been productive that day. Well, because what do you do? What do you do during the day? Um, I I work for a grocery company. Um, I used to, basically, I was hired on to do IT. Right. Fix computers, fix cash registers. But then as I started working, I've been there seven years now. Okay. Um, I started seeing that they need a website, right. and then oh, social cool. media started getting big, so I'm doing that now. Mm. And I'm kind of trans- transitioning into a digital marketing role now. Right. So and maybe that's your next step, is like starting your own digital marketing company. Well, could you work from home I don't, with that stuff? But that's the thing. If yeah. I do start my own digital marketing company, then I'm going to have to deal with more than one client. Yeah. Right. Whereas if I'm doing a digital marketing for them... Right. I'm just dealing with as that. As long as they don't require you to be like the, I mean, if well, you can that's what I'm that's what I'm working on because now yeah. if if I get into the role of being a sole digital marketing guy and and spread myself away uh-huh. from the IT, yeah. where I don't have to be on call because a, a, a computer broke yeah, or right. like the systems down. Right. You know, I I can do the marketing aspect and and some of them can be scheduled, so I'm working on it and yeah. say, oh, well, this is this thing is gonna send out at eight thirty in the morning. Yeah. this flyer. So but I don't, I don't have, have to, to be there. Yeah. yeah, I don't have to be there. I could be creating, but I'm already creating my worth in the company because I'm already doing all this You've stuff. You've written the posts. Yeah. And, and then you have all the all the um, stats on how many people you sent it to, how many people yeah. you've reached, how many people are coming in the store. Yeah, so it's like, the here's the value I'm already ki- giving you yeah. as and you can do marketing. that. You can do that work at your studio. Like if you get yeah. a Wi-Fi in there. Exactly. Like, yeah. uh, we do have a Wi-Fi on a computer well, there. There you go. And and that's that's essentially what I'm working. I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. Oh, but now right. with the location, we're just opening up a new store in Brantford. Okay. So oh, I'm helping out with that. Uh, so you have to go so there, now you know, I have to go, go to Brantford and yeah. all that. Uh, yeah, it'd be better if you... Well, the only reason I said like your own company is because then you get to manage how many clients you have. You get to manage like your schedule. You yes, but the problem with that is if I'm, start, if I'm starting my own company, uh, it could be an R2. Because right. then, yeah. you're, then you're then you then that's gonna take up all your time because you're trying to get right, new right, clients. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. If you don't have clients, then what you do? Then you're struggling because you now have to. Now you don't have that job. Yeah. Now, now, now you're yeah. all of your energy in the day is spent trying to get that client, trying and to, when you're all the the energy in your day should be spent trying to get clients for your art. Right. True. True. So and and like I said, this place is going. I I made a promise to myself, whether or not I'm retiring in this place or I'm gonna become a successful artist and just work for myself but they're gonna be my last employer oh, i don't okay. want to cool, yeah. so if i get fired then it's gonna lit a fire under my ass or something yeah. that listen i'm gonna get my own stuff together because i don't want to have an employer anymore yeah there's yeah there's a there's definitely um challenges involved when you're working for yeah i mean the ultimate goal <laughs> the ultimate goal is just to have like a demand yeah. Or I'm selling, like, let's say, an equivalent of a Lamborghini of arts. Right. I could just, you know... On you could do I, your art idea, on a Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> well, an idea I had in my head is, like, a lot of artists, like, the other metal guy now, I, I saw a video of him talking about his art, but in the background, uh-huh. he had 20 pieces that lined up that kind of look similar. Right. And his stuff is in demand, but now he's becoming a production artist. Do I want that? Do I no. want to right. be a production? Well, artist? I mean, it's up to you. But I, 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 no, I'm saying internally, I don't want that. Oh, so right. ultimately, my goal would be like you know, you build up such a scarcity that maybe I'm I'm working on one entire piece an entire year. Sorry, just right. to just to clarify, the production artist is he's basically doing the same thing over, over and over. Yeah, again. he's got like yeah. ten ten examples. Like let's say 
if I were to if I were to paint a butterfly, yeah, okay. you'd have oh. a stencil of a butterfly. Oh. You put it against one thing, do the butterfly, spray it quickly, go spray it quickly, yeah. and then you're just doing ten, so like ten he's or a twenty pieces of the same thing at the same. All right. Yeah. And but there's value in it because it's the one dude doing because it. Because it's in demand, and one yeah. dude doing it, and then it's still there's, unique because there's only ten of them in the world. Yeah. Like, okay. All but that. Yeah, but that's not but like what that. I want is like the scarcity of maybe I'm taking, I'm spending all my energy mm-hmm. working on one single art piece in a year. Yeah. But you and know it's gonna sell. And then, and then, and if you have somebody that's already pre pre bought that because like oh, this is the only piece this art artist is coming out with this year. Yeah. I want to spend you, like hundred grand on it. You need a commission yeah. basically. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like. Have you had people who have come to you and be like, "Make me a piece that yeah, looks like Yeah, I've had this. commissions. Yeah. I've had a. It, basically, they showed me a picture of a nebula. What's called the Karina Nebula. Oh, that would look so cool. Oh my god! It was one of the best pieces I've ever created. Cool. My girlfriend. That's her. That's her favorite piece. It was six feet wide and three feet tall. A oh. huge piece. It would yeah. like fill up this entire wall. That's awesome. So she commissioned me to do it, and then paid cash. Nice. And. Uh, yeah, it was like it was a three thousand dollar commission. Nice. Fucking hey, dude. So. <laughs> yeah, but how many hours was, was that? A, was oh, it a long time to do it. Uh, over the course of a month, off and yeah. on. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I worked on little sections at a time. Th- that was some of the sections I did use fire, and all that. <laughs> it, was, it turned out amazing. Space. Well, I don't know. Dude, you do you record yourself well, doing it? No. That'd be kind of no, cool. But, but yeah, uh, I think that my girlfriend and I are thinking of investing in a GoPro. Just yeah. because of our travels, adventures that we want to kind of uh-huh. use it for. What's new or what's next for Sapacho? Well, like I said, the um, Palm Art Show. We're going to plug the hell out of the Pelham Art Show. Palm Art Fest. I'm sorry, Pelham Art Fest. No, yeah, I'm just rethinking myself. It's called the Palm Art Fest. And where is it in Pelham? Um, the, the arena. Um, oh man, I have a, I've had haste? an annual inspection there. Have they got like a new arena or no? It's old school. Yeah, cool. We did an annual inspection. Yeah, so they, so they set up all this wall like um, pegboards, and you just per- do your own lighting. Nice. Do you have to pay? Or mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Yeah, it's Is it uh, expensive to get into these fests. This one in particular was uh, for a single booth. It would be one hundred and fifty bucks. Oh. For double, it's three hundred. I mean, if I want to come into Toronto mm. or I've looked into New York, oh, New shit, York yeah. Art Expos are like five grand to get into. Of course. Oh, five grand US. That yeah, is. just to just I would to go yeah. there. Um, how does that if work for funds. like green cards and shit like that? That's exactly what I haven't figured out. Oh, yet. That's an interesting point. Yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. So I mean, I got to talk to other other artist friends that have sold stuff in the states. It's like, how do you how you accomplish this? Yeah, mm-hmm. how are you? And that's yeah, that's because you can't just go over financially. The with a bunch yes, of that it's an, it's another reason why I haven't yet financially. Mm-hmm. It's a big investment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I know that maybe maybe there's a a market for market for it. metal yeah. art, and I can go over there and price something at ten grand. Vancouver as well. Vancouver would have a big art market. Montreal. Yeah, Calgary. Oh, well, uh, no, Montreal, I, I was there, uh, and I had a, an art piece. Um, the only thing is, what what I just kind of vacationed there. I'm like, oh, we're going to Montreal. And I did find some galleries, and I talked to the guys. Yeah. But back then, I was new. And then the only turnoff was the guy, I couldn't, I didn't know how to, how to negotiate with the price. Oh. Because it sounded like, sounded like this guy actually buys the art piece. Oh. oh. And I didn't know that until I caught back. And he's like, okay. So if you're selling your piece for this much, what's my price? Right. And I couldn't answer that. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Like, but now, having well, known dude, better, yeah, I'd be yeah. like, your price is half of what, what I'm 
some suns. Go right. back fifty because most art galleries would be charging fifty percent. Mm-hmm. So it's like it your right. your yeah. price is half. But I didn't know this at the time, and right. that was the biggest turnoff is we couldn't. Was negotiate. it a language thing, or you just didn't? It just the, the art negotiating. Art. I didn't yeah, know how to negotiate. How did you learn that? Because back then, when that. I approached that gallery, I had no sales. I was just right. starting yeah. out. I just we just took a vacation to uh, Montreal. Montreal. I was like, well, you're pe- well how I'm gonna throw an artwork in the trunk. See yeah, what yeah. happens. Aluminum's not that heavy, but how heavy are your pieces? I never measured. I, I, no, is it like can you pick it up? Oh yeah, fairly yeah, yeah. Easy? Even a six foot by three foot, I can pick it up with one hand. It's just right. really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if you go to Montreal, can you load up your trunk with like loads yeah. of your art? Yep. All right, and. Uh, is there any danger of them being uh, scratched or damaged? Well, at all? I, I I wrap them up. I okay, cool. Them. Basically, the the thing I wrap my artwork up with is the same kind of foam that they put underneath uh, laminate flooring. I used okay. to buy a roll at Home Depot for twenty or thirty bucks. Oh, yeah. I gotta check this out. Like next time we're in is Home. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I I've written down cons. Uh, c- conventions. Oh yeah. Oh, cons. Like, cons. when we're like talking about... Sneakers. Yeah. Uh, um, would you paint those? Well, you know how, like, the, talking about commissions made me think of it. Like, when you go to Comic-Con, there's mm-hmm. Artists Row and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But is there conventions for art? Like, yeah, well, that's, uh, that's the Palomar Festival. Okay, so, the, the same so thing. they you call them your, festivals. The, yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. Palomar Art Festival, you have booths. So right, I'm, I was I'm, like, I'm, this sounds like I'm a con. I'm buying a double like, booth. All right, cool. You're trying to... You're trying to, um, yeah, promote yourself, your brand, yeah. the same way. I mean, one year I wanted to Pelham Home Show. Right. Yeah. Because like at that time, the same kind of it's just yeah. businesses oh, trying to promote stuff. Like there yeah, was heating, air conditioning guy. Yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. I had my gallery at that time, so I was promoting the gallery. Well, that's smart because people are going to be there because they want, you yeah. know, to improve their homes or buy And then it's because of, the, I, I believe it was because of that show that I got that commission I was talking about. Nine, yeah. the, the Galaxy one? Mm-hmm. Nice. So... I've learned that the comic book conventions are actually comic book festivals. Right. <laughs> okay. So wouldn't that sound better? <laughs> yeah, like, right. Comic festival. Oh my god, you would. Yeah, the medium would be raised immediately. Everything would become a graphic novel. <laughs> <laughs> con, I think it's because con now has its own like, you know, following. Yeah. It's like oh, I'm going. How many cons have you been? Yeah. To? You know, like, yeah. How many fests have you been? To? Yeah. <laughs> That's you, remember, that's you, know, what, that's... you know how they have the Niagara Regional Exhibition? Like, <gasps> they didn't have it this year, but had you done had you done before? Do they do they do art booths? There? I don't know. No, no, I, don't I think it's more like farmy stuff. Yeah. But there was also other like trips and like oh, travel yeah. agencies and that kind of. Oh, at the at the Wallen X. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah, and well, another challenge is like you know having a place that's well lit. Right. That place or, is gonna. Or a yeah. place I can have my own lighting. There's a lot of challenges, especially not just with my artwork, but any kind of artwork is presenting it. I mean, there's outdoor festivals, like the Toronto Outdoor Art Festival. Uh-huh. I was thinking of, but like, even though my stuff is outdoorsy, I did have, um, this, basically, Wild has an Owen Palooza. Owen this Palooza? Owen Palooza. There was this guy named Owen Harold I used to know. Uh-huh. And then he, he passed away in a car accident. Uh-huh. And his parents have been having this like Owen Palooza festival, festival oh, in his name because it. he loved art and he loved uh, fun so basically wait, wait. this is in Welland? this is in Welland. what the f- how do we not it's know called this Owen I think Palooza. I've heard about it yeah okay. and then so basically what it is is a fundraiser for the Owen Harold Scholarship Fund oh, that they right. give to Notre Dame students oh, oh right. man yeah that's what this parents set up in his honor which is I think is amazing that they've is had, amazing they've had fairly big bands there like USS I don't know well, like, Niagara has, like, a pretty cool, Niagara has, like, a pretty decent music scene, too. Mm, they right? do. So it just makes sense that the art 
community and the music community and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff comes together. Part when yeah. Leah's. It is. But so <laughs> anyway, anyway, my, my point with that is I, I had my pieces outdoors. Yeah, and it and rained. Then, so you oh, no, lifted it up. Rain didn't matter. Wind oh, matters. right. Oh. Wind matters because as soon as you scratch, you know, oh. it tips over, my artwork is equivalent to, like, let's say an iPhone. Right. <laughs> you know, it's super glossy. That's why you got to scratch top. Do the, uh, yeah. the rubbing of yeah. the, All right. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, I do have to spend hours polishing it. My artwork. Because my other my other idea for you would be talk to Sears and get your art on all no, their siding. Sears, Sears, Sears siding. <laughs> the aluminum siding stuff. Do they still do that? Oh, I, I thought, thought they... Sears was going out of business. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not to Sears. <laughs> Who? Rona? <laughs> Rona. That's the, yeah. Canadian Yeah, art. street art. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, that, that's another thing too. Is like, how do what do you want to do to kind of sell yourself out to get your name out? Well, there? I mean, like, you know, well, just I'm to make not saying money. as a sellout, but as a, <laughs> how out of your zone, do you, not comfort zone. Dude, I was zone. just thinking like doing your your medium on a house though. That'd be <laughs> yeah. freaking well, awesome. Well, I'm, I'm probably gonna do it on a car. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, now, now that my... On a t- Cougar? No, my, t- my Audi T2. Oh. <laughs> but, no, um... Maybe a cougar too. But the Maybe start why, out in a cheaper the car. car it, like, well, the Audi's like t- from 2000. So it's, okay. it's, well, a, it's an older they're car. Nice cars. They're, they're very nice. But the, the reason why I thought about that in particular is because I know that the hood is already aluminum. Right. Oh, all right. So and, and it, you and just it, look at this thing every day and you're like, you're my canvas. <laughs> you're my canvas. And then... There's gonna yeah, be so I built a, a flame eagle. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I, guess I, I don't even know what I'm doing on, on the hood yet, but just a lady so, with big old jugs, <laughs> big old titties up there. <laughs> I'll just call it Audi. It's art. <laughs> Instead of Audi TT, it'll be Audi yeah. Titty. <laughs> Audi How long have you been doing it? Six the, years. Six years. All right. So ten years is like once you hit that, that's when you start making the money as the artist. I've been continuously told by every podcast well, I, okay, so I listen to. Four years left. This is awesome. Yeah, you're almost there, dude. I heard eight is when you start getting paid. Ah, all right. So well, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, I've had, had sales, so it's just a matter of persistence. Persistence, and and like I said, I have to make sure. I want to get to that point originally where I'm so sought after that I can make one piece a year. And maybe sell it for ten grand. You know, right. it's a spectacular masterpiece I can spend my time on. Yeah. Well, sorry, not ten grand, a hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. Right. ten grand's not. No, ten grand for a year. No, because I'd be creating that. That would be my full time job because you yeah. know, at the end of the year, someone's already like, there's gonna be bids. Yeah. You know, that's what I want. Is it so sought after? I'm only making one piece, mm-hmm. and people are gonna fight for that piece, dude. And you get to pour your whole and energy exactly. into it. And then with that kind of with that kind of payoff, I don't need a full time job anymore. Right. You know Bree's Lobby downstairs? How mm-hmm. they had that water fixture? Yeah, it's amazing. Imagine one of your pieces behind I've that. I've already thought getting about lit. Like, the, like that. You get, you get a little... Yeah. Like, yeah. do a Niagara Falls with freaking water <laughs> pouring down. You man. can. And lasers pointing at it. And lasers. <laughs> lasers. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you can have laser pointing at it from across the room lighting oh it up. God, cats will go crazy. <laughs> 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 They don't know what to do with themselves because most cats hate water. <laughs> they love I'm so conflicted right now. <laughs> That's the struggle is being unique enough and having the right buyers. I mean, I, at one point, you don't want to sell yourself short. Right. But at the same time, you can't have your prices be astronomical that no one's going to buy it. Yeah. Unless you're a Warhol. 
Right. Because then you can create whatever you want to create. But since you, go yeah, so it's like another another struggle is how do you get your name out there? Because no, it's not, yeah, so it's, it's about the art, but it's a, more about the artist too. Dude, right. yeah, that that gets into the the weird places of high art and stuff. And mm-hmm. The value of that is basically just it's what, a picture of soup for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. You <laughs> well, have now one. it's just like people will do a toilet. Like I pulled up the side of a road, found a toilet, put my signature on it, and it's art. Yeah, and I think and that's. If you're the right person, I think that's probably money. the mentality behind the other artists gaining all this fan art and sending it to celebrities. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, it's like, oh, since this celebrity owns my piece, yeah, yeah, you know, people will want it by proxy. It's like, oh, if Justin Bieber can have it, yeah. I want it too. But I mean, the difference is these guys are making paintings of that celebrity. Mm-hmm. Whereas if there was a celebrity that kind of liked your piece and loved yeah. it and talked and about it because they loved it, yeah, organic, exactly. Yeah. That's probably the ones where their followers would be like, well, I want that too yeah. because that's actually cool. And everything he's saying about that art piece, yeah. he's right. I don't think you could just send something to a celebrity yeah. and be no. like, this changed my life. You so, know, like, yeah. so for you, you'd probably much more enjoy the commission way of like, somebody asks you, they know the medium you work in, they want like the lady who did the nebula and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I bet that would bring you joy because you're giving yeah. something that well, somebody that's the joy. Wants. But I mean, I I've had other smaller commissions where I wasn't excited about the piece. Oh. At the end of the day, it's like, well, this kind of sucks, and I don't know if the person was excited about it either. Oh. Mm. But that was like a hundred hundred fifty dollar small piece. Mm. So they they bought it anyway because it was a gift to her grandma. Right. So as a gift, I don't know what happened to that piece. I wasn't excited about it. If they're not excited about it, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Right, right, right. But at the same time, what I want is I want somebody to be like, you're the artist. I will take free, you, you take free reign, whatever you make, you know, like, you just give me a subject. Right. But not a specific thing like, oh, hey, paint my dog. <laughs> you know? Right. Okay. How about picture Batman? Oh, here we go. Oh. <laughs> uh, Gotham City skyline with the bat signal going off in the background. How much oh. would that set me back? <laughs> by size. I mean, with the commission pieces, uh, with any art, I, I price it by size. Okay. And with commission, it's a, it's a $300 base charge um, based on because then I have to... You have to do the... Oh, get the material. Figuring out the materials because it's not something that I'm used to doing, so... It, take more time to kind of figure that particular piece out than yeah. the other one and then and then by the size it's whatever size a person wants so oh, basically okay, cool. yeah so a giant back signal yeah a giant back signal like i said i mean the, the piece i did for three grand um that's six, six foot by three yeah. Oof, three grand nope that's out of my <laughs> price <right>? exactly. <laughs> exactly that's so. a lot of batman though i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you would love that Oh, that'd be amazing. Now we know what to get for Nick for his birthday. <laughs> yeah, metallic Batman art. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. I mean, the I, I would settle for Star Wars. <laughs> but that's another thing I thought about is like the copyright laws of doing stuff. Right, like. right. That's good. Point. Oh, but if Just it's commission, like, yeah. DC doesn't have... Yeah, we gotta have a friend. DC, be cool, right? Like, one who just like paint scenes for movies and that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. what's... And then sells those. Like, well, what's the... Exactly. I don't know. Like, like I, I bought a couple. There's, there's. I went to the Mississauga. No, it was my comic book store has on free comic book day. They'll, they'll get local artists by. Hmm. And there's a dude who's in the industry, and he would do like superhero covers and stuff like that that you can just buy. Yeah. And you don't See, worry uh, about commi- You don't worry about getting permission. Uh, at one point, you, yeah, you don't. You got to though. Like, eventually. yeah, you should. 
Because you might come bite you in the bum, but unless you yeah. get from yeah, you just get permission from them. It's like this is what I want to do. Two royalty free uh, superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Aluminum. <laughs> Captain Aluminum. <laughs> there you go. Get your costume. Appeal to the kids. <laughs> What's his superpower? He's an artist on aluminum. It's like, all right, that's pretty specific. But how does it, does he, he fight do? crime? It's like, yes, with the beauty of his art. Oh, I like that. In the recent years, I have thought about the fact that my focus has been to try to sell these pieces, but now I'm going to try to kind of convert that to making the pieces. Right. What about talking to City Hall and uh, the library? Because they've got a lot of wall space there. But I've been in the City Hall. Uh, the Well and Civic Square. I was there for three months. You're oh, okay, cool. No sales. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Maybe so, people, like, do people know? Like, if yeah, they, it's they in know. the city hall, you yeah. think people are the, like... The artists oh. are constant rotation. I mean, uh, I've run the Well and Art... Uh, the, the Well and Rose Festival Art Exhibition. Yeah. I'm running it for the third year in oh, a row. Right. Oh, cool. And, yeah, no sales from that either. I mean, it's in Seawee Mall in Santa Cruz right. for a week. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. People don't really go to the Seaway Mall to buy art, you know? Exactly. They go to buy it's a mall. Yeah, exactly. People and then, mall, like, do you know what, like... And then that's the constant struggle of <laughs> where do you put your stuff in Niagara where people are actually looking? Because I am also have a few pieces in Tag Art Gallery, Where's which is a, uh, it's in St. Catharines. It's mm. an actual art gallery. Mm. Yeah. It's, like, probably the only more most professional art gallery in the region. Mm. St. Catharines will be growing too, eh? Because all that development. Yeah, I'm part of the St. Catharines Art Association. Uh, we go, nice. we, so I'm part of all these associations, these groups. I'm getting myself out there. I, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. getting into the places where art is being shown in Niagara. Yeah. yeah. So maybe so, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, it's a matter of budget. Everyone's got the lower budget. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's going to be the matter of time where all those people from Toronto are settling in into the yeah. new houses and realize, oh, crap. I need some big old wall, and then they're they're used to the aspect of getting th- those high price original. Right. Yeah. So do they come back to to their favorite people in Toronto, or do they outsource to the locals of where they are now? Mm-hmm. Maybe you should make like some relationships with different like uh, like interior designers. Yeah, I yep. I just got to know that, and then basically maybe even get an agent, somebody who knows how to sell. Yeah. Or, yep. No, you're in Toronto. There's probably agents. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, our agents. What's the artistic community like? I mean, does everyone try to help each other, or is it dog eat dog? Like I got to worry about selling my own pieces. Is it fiercely competitive? No, it's not competitive Pretty because open. everyone has their own unique style. So and, like, and then me personally, and then the other artists I come across is like, yes, I realize that, you know, my artwork might not be someone else's style. I mean, in the Pelham Art Fest last year, where I didn't sell anything. The, the guy across from me in the booth, he sold five pieces to a collector here. Somebody mm. collected his stuff. Oh, man. What was it? Um, it was landscapes, but like weird color. Like, let's say the sky was kind of darker, oh. and then he'd like have orange grass and orange trees. Oh, okay. It was really cool. I liked his art. Yeah. And then, yeah, he had a specific collector that just went and bought six pieces. That's like cool. The only art area in Toronto that I know of is around the distillery district. Yeah. Like... What about just I, going there and I talking know, to the Well, people? I know that there's art, art galleries everywhere, yeah. too. But, I mean, as far as getting in there, most of this, these people, they just want to rent the spaces out for, like, a weekend or right. a week. Oh, okay. And they want to charge, like, a grand a or whatever. Time, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I, even even this one uh, that I'm in, I, I'm finding that, you know, like... 
I'm they're just, making their money off the artists themselves because they're yeah. charging the commission yeah. to hang your stuff. And then the sales commission. Yeah. Yeah. Like here, yeah. Like it's it's like in comedy. Like you can't. The nicer the place that you want to showcase your work. Like if I wanted to book yeah. like a real professional stage, but, it would cost way. Too exactly. Much. And then and then what yeah. I'm trying to find out now is how to make me, like my name bigger, so right. like people want to want to come to me. Right. Well, being on a podcast will certainly exactly. <laughs> it's a it's a question of, again, do I want to create the pieces because I think that's what people want, or do right. I just want to straight to stay true to myself, absolutely, and just do what I'm doing and hopefully it gets noticed. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, my ultimate point, goal yeah. is to get the fact that hey, if I just spend one year on a quote unquote masterpiece, yeah. And if somebody knows that, oh, I don't care what he's creating. It's 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 a box. It's the box oh, I want. And this is the only one this year that he made. Yeah. You know, this is the box of twenty seventeen. Oh. Like, you don't even yeah. need titles at that point. You just have the name. The year. The, the year. Yeah. This is like the twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's a Ooh, box of twenty seventeen. Very yeah. fine. <laughs> so I, I I don't know if there's any artists like that that are doing it that way right now. Like you pour literally your heart and soul into one piece. Yeah. And will it for an entire sell? year. Yeah. Well, I'm feeling like that with a freaking book right now. <laughs> like all the, the amount of your time that yeah. you're committing. Yeah, to and then at thing. that time with the current te- technology now, you can have the time lapse that you've created it every yeah. day. Yeah. Going back to it every day. Here's the, and then you have like a literal date. Of here's you know, and it's just rolling through, and you have like this 10 minute video of you creating this piece throughout the year. That's really cool. So it's just stuff that I helps started. In, like marketing and that kind of stuff. Too, yeah, though. yeah. I've seen some of those things on Facebook where be, I, I don't know what it is, but the guy will just be it'll be this big plank of white material. Yeah. And he's been scratching away at it or something like that, and then he'll mm-hmm. tilt it over, and all this dust would dust fall off, yeah. and then it's the Brooklyn Bridge yeah. or something oh, like that. Cool. Yeah, but I I think even that is. Going back to what I said before, where they're selling a lot of BS on the marketing. Right. I mean, he could have taken his time doing whatever to get that landscape. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, no, no. Then he puts dust all over yeah. it on the video oh, and he tilts for it, the right? reveal. Oh, yeah, for right. the reveal. Yeah. For the grand right. reveal. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, like I said, like I said, the one artist, like well, he I'm said, not, he, <laughs> not only does he light his art on fire, then he instantly cools it. And there's this video of him lighting on fire, and another video of this barrel of Ooh. of dry ice that's <laughs> coming up, that's and cool. then and then so the people are dipping it in there, and he's like, mm, like you know, uh, yeah, this it needs it more fire. Yeah, it needs, it becomes more, it needs about more black the ice and, and the showcasing of yeah. that. Well, yeah, but that's part. I mean, that's the show, and it's selling. Yeah. He's yeah. selling. Um, and then, and then, yeah, when I saw it in the gallery, the guy's like, well, this artist, like, he grinds crystals into his artwork. And that's how you get these you need to build, shiny effects. You need to build the narrative of you. Of, yeah. That's, that's when you go Yeah, but end. at the same but time. it is such a nice narrative, like, I, oh, my dad, you know, well, uh, my yeah. dad and I were working on yeah, a thing. that's a good origin story, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but I don't, I don't Belly even know if it, if it needs to be around, about the origin story. No. Yeah. Oh no! I'm just talking about like when you get into the crazy amounts of money and people, mm-hmm. it's it gets beyond the point of the the art itself to more like people the are artist. buying it for the artist, yeah. Because yeah. I think that's what you're getting with the higher end stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I mean the work has to be beautiful. Also, but people like to tell stories. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, with anything high end, like a freaking vintage bottle of wine. 
it doesn't taste a million times better than a normal bottle yeah. of wine. It's you've collected the cost it. And is, exactly. it's, it's how long it's taken to get to that point. So you have the advantage of like it's just you doing this. They're individual pieces. So you, there's yeah. the potential. And th- this is why I think I it might be better off if I do focus on the limited aspect. Yeah. I'm only creating one or two pieces a year. I'm putting all my soul into it. Yeah. So you just have to build up your yeah. your metal portfolio. <laughs> Hopefully you guys got some good information about the life of a visual artist. Thank oh, you. Yeah. We did. Surprisingly and how close all their struggles are to every other art. So the different <laughs> right? of art that exist. Yeah, it's it's all about the the key points to take away from this is you have to be an artist and you have to be a marketer at the same time. Yeah. yeah. It's having the time to do the thing having that you're passionate time. about. Yeah. And and having some way to be able to eat and live while you're yeah, doing this. And then the struggle of now that you have a job because you need to make the income. That's taking the time away from doing, from the being doing creative. Yeah. If you put more time into being creative, then you can have less time for a job. And you're living more like a hobo. <laughs> I think they call that a catch-22. It yeah. is. It's literally a catch-22. So, And then trying to find a medium, a source for... To expose your art to people yeah, who would want to that, buy it. And then find something that's unique enough that gets you noticed. That you're not just... Another... Yeah. Yeah. I've been to jury art shows where I've never won a prize. Mm. Because the, because <laughs> they don't know how... They have a checklist of stuff they're looking yeah. for. As far as brush strokes go. As Ugh. far as things. And it's like, <laughs> you can't meet... The only points I can meet is originality. Right. Yeah. And then so I went to these shows and the only award I won is the people's choice because people wanted like, oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's the one they don't know. Yeah, because they don't, yeah. And, 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 and if, in the art industry, it's, it's these experts, quote uh, unquote. It's so dumb because that's so subjective that yeah. you have this group of one people of, who one have of been the, assigned One of the Arctic, uh, the art exhibitions, the Wild Rose one that I was yeah. running, this, this one lady once walked up and then I was told telling them about the prize for people choice winner. It's like, well, I think the the one that looks most realistic should win the prize. Well, that's so what I'm you're, thinking. That's why? Why you, don't you just buy a photograph? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take a picture of something. Yeah, yeah. there's called there is realism art out there. It's uh, called photography. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they can, they have the creative to edit it the way they want. Yeah, and then that's another thing with photographers for artists yeah they get shunned if they edit their photos i'm oh, like edit it away do whatever you Why want yeah, artist. the software is there do yeah. what you want the, with it. it's the art of manipulating that photo yeah. to make it look like your imagination yeah. that's so dumb that's uh yeah well, well welcome to criticism <laughs> yeah. eh? yeah it was like oh this monet doesn't look like yeah. a real enough flower so, I mean, to me <laughs> i mean that, it's that, like a little blurry that, that, i don't know that's I don't another like thing it. that every artist has to face is that criticism yeah where, where you think that the, the person looking at your art knows it this knows lady's it a triangle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the hell well, her nose doesn't really belong there <laughs> what was this man thinking how did the clock melt <laughs> that's uh. That doesn't happen like that. <laughs> well, like somebody, do not some, melt that. Uh, somebody, yeah, so many looks at this, none of them have melted. Yeah. What's with this gray sky and orange grass? No oh, grass yeah. is orange. Thank you so much, Bacho. No Thanks, man. That was so great. Uh, we'll put all the all Bacho's information uh, for his website, his social media, and all that other good stuff uh, that you can check out. But I guess more importantly, you know, go down to Niagara and take a look in person. Bye! Thank you so much for listening! Bye! Thanks! Bye! And, uh... Struggle off, everybody! Struggle laundry! Struggle on, Nick! <laughs> Bacho! 
Struggle on. I will. I'll see you back in 10 years. That was episode 37 of the Constant Struggle podcast with special guest Boxo, the artist. If you like this episode, do us a favor and go to iTunes and give us a rating for the podcast in general because that'll let other people know that you enjoy it and it'll also help us spread the word. I've always loved it.